is Andy Wakefield, and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before. Welcome to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. My name is Lori Gregory. I'm here with esteemed filmmaker Andy Wakefield. What an interesting conversation we're having today. It has failed in the Soviet Union, and it's only succeeded in China because a small elite preserved their position through a system of terror. And that's what they do, a system of enslaving the population. That's what they've done. And that is, if that's what they want, then they really have not understood either history or biology. Um, so is, is, is that, is what you're describing the impetus for, for human nature to want more than this and to counter everything that we just rolled out with this great reset is is it is that what drives is what you're describing the driving force that will protect us from this kind of totalitarian reality it's right it's why we're here on this earth today it's why there is it's why there are technocrats it's why there are elite. It's why that there will never be equality within any human or animal system. It won't work because it is totally contrary to Darwinian evolution. Okay, now I'll give you an example. If you, the wonderful book by a dramatist who became an anthropologist, and it's called The Territorial Imperative. And it just, just as one example, it was thought in, when you study Robbins, Robin, male robins have a red breast, okay? And it was originally thought that the female robin was attracted to the redness of the robin's breast. You know, hey, check out that red breast, you know, um, and that she mated with him accordingly. And so that having a red breast, a prominent red breast, gave you a survival advantage. It wasn't that at all. What the red breast did was serve as a signal to other male robins that this was his territory. This is my territory, and you didn't come into it. And it was a way of, of avoiding physical confrontation by just signaling, you know, here is this is my big red breast. And what that means by inference is that I'm big and powerful, and I and so what the female so it enabled the male robin to secure a territory what the female robin was attracted to is the territory why because it meant that she could deliver her eggs and raise her young in safety that she was protected by the environment commanded by the male robin and that was the real reason the real process of the evolution of the big red breast of a robin was that, and it, this is why the book is entitled The Territorial Imperative. It was territorial. So you have this selective mating that is going on, at a, a natural selective mating that's going on that is dictated by, um, by the territory not by the appearance or by anything else, but by the territory that is commanded because it allows 
for safety for the young and therefore greater chances of them achieving adulthood and the genes of those robins being passed on. This is the selfish gene. So the system operates to, to accommodate and perpetuate the selfish gene. And that is the principle of survival of the fittest. And so um, if you extrapolate that to a, a human level, then you may argue, and it has been proposed, that many women are gold diggers. Why are they, what's that beautiful young woman doing with that old wrinkly guy? Forgetting or not knowing, not realizing that actually that is part of their biological imperative as well. That it is, it's accommodated, it's encouraged by virtue of, in animal behavior, by virtue of a safe environment. Now it's moved beyond that, but that is the fundamental basis of this kind of behavior. And um, what it means, if one takes this to the next level, is that to mate successfully, to perpetuate your genes, which is perhaps what Gates wants to stop, then you are going to have to play by nature's rules, that women, that the female of the species, will be attracted by that stability, that uh, wealth, that territory, that lifestyle, because it will offer a safer environment for in which she can have children. And all this operates at a subliminal level. This isn't necessarily a conscious process, but this is how evolution has sort of put us on the map. Sure. And this is the reason, one of the reasons, the underlying principles, why something like communism can never work. It simply can't work at a biological level because it defies nature. It defies the territorial imperative. It defies the need to achieve. And there is this overwhelming need to achieve. Why do sportsmen do what they do? Because they are driven innately to excel in whatever they do. The, if you, again, extrapolate from the idea that is being put forward that none of us will own anything and we'll all be equal. No, we won't. We will never be equal. That is not the way nature is structured because equality is the death of a species. This, it's like um, consensus is the death of science. Mm -hmm. It will never be achieved and it need, it should never be achieved because it is incompatible with moving forward. If you stop, if you all become one, if there is no imperative for um, the emergence of a dominant gene, a survival gene, an adv advantageous gene, one that confers upon you a survival advantage, then, then systems will not advance. It, it, you know, uh, species will not advance. And then, and if there is no diversity, let's just take another example. If there's no diversity within a species, some are healthier than others, some have got, you know, some butterflies have got gray wings and some have got black wings, then come the next catastrophic event, ice age, whatever it may be, plague, then if there is homogeneity, if there is a oneness within that population, that species, they'll all die out. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll all suffer the same fate. And 
if there's no diversity, there will be no survivors because the natural process of selection will not be allowed to take place. So, and that's all at a very sort of, it's not at a spiritual level, this is, and it doesn't obviate in any way the spiritual, it's just as a simple basic biological model of, of you know, where we are right now. But it, but do, people should read um, things like Robert Ardra's The Territorial Imperative, if they are to understand why we are here and how what systems succeed and what systems fail. And then there are others, Germ Germs, Guns and Steel, for example, a wonderful book, uh, which... Familiar with that book. Hmm? I'm familiar with that book. Fascinating insight. Jared Diamond. Jared Diamond. Yes. Yeah. And again, these are wonderful books and beautifully written insights into why systems succeed and why systems fail, why we're here now, and why communism, whatever people may perceive as its merits, can never succeed in the long term. And if you, again, if you look at Soviet Union, there was no equality. There was no equality at all. There were those, there were the elite, there were the people who have since become the oligarchs and the wealthy. And there was huge corruption. There was this overwhelming desire to be better than the other guy and therefore to be wealthier, wealthier or have more women on your arm or a bigger car, but it was never equality. There was just a, a proletariat that was downtrodden mm -hmm. and exploited to the advantage of those in power. And the same with China. You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. To continue the conversation, go to 1986theact.com slash membership, where for $5 a month, you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield podcast in its entirety and much more. Music.